Hey guys, and welcome back to the Diary Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I don't think I've done this intro in a little bit. Like, it's been a little while since I've done this fucking intro, but I am here doing this intro because I have energy right now. And you can probably tell by my voice and the way that I'm speaking and the fucking tone that I'm speaking and how fast I am talking and how I have talked a little bit too long without taking a break. Granted, I did take a break just then, but I have energy. I have fucking energy i don't know why i woke up wanting to go back to sleep wanting to just you know sleep forever as one does but today i have energy and so today i'm gonna fucking share it with you granted my dog has been barking and my mom has been talking um because i still live with my parents and you know we're hispanic we're loud as fuck they don't have a volume control on them. Granted, sometimes I don't either. I've I've caught myself, you know, I'm I'm trying to get better at it, but I've caught myself not having volume control. And there's this one friend of mine, for some reason my volume comes up a little louder than usual with her. And I'm not sure why it is. I think it's because sometimes she fucking can't hear me. She might be like a little deaf. I'm not gonna lie. She she's a little hard of hearing. Granted, sometimes I am too. But I know why I am hard of hearing sometimes. I've been blasting music since I was a fucking child. But with her, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, maybe I had an interaction with her or a handful of interactions with her where I had to like raise my voice so she could actually fucking hear me. And then now it's just a memory of fucking subconscious thing in the back of my head where I raise my voice without even thinking about it with her because she can't fucking hear me and she's like why the fuck are you yelling and i'm like oh shit right i'm fucking standing right next to you why am i yelling i don't know but regardless of that i have energy and i'm gonna share it with you guys last episode i think it was okay it was decent i don't i don't understand last episode that much um, I like it, all of that could have just been told in the previous episode before that two episodes ago. Now, it, all of that could have been said, but I think it would have made the podcast episode a lot longer. I mean, granted, what, how much time did I spend talking about like the follow up stuff? It was like 30, 40 minutes. It was a, it was a minute. It was a fucking minute. And I think it deserved its own episode. But at the same time, the stories weren't as good as like the actual work trip, because in the actual work trip, that is the stories that I remembered. Um, and that is the um, major stories, you know, a building burning down, people getting shot, uh, a guy vomiting and making eye contact with me, you know, with me and my coworker, you know, we're facing him. He's facing us. He's throwing up. He's like, bro, why the fuck are these people staring at me throwing throwing up? But also, we're like, why the fuck is this guy staring at us while he's throwing up? So, it, it was it was um, stories that made sense to tell at the time. And then the stories for the last episode, they were significant. But it had been like two weeks. Going on the three weeks since the things happened. So, they weren't that significant anymore. At least... For me, they weren't that significant anymore. And so, I don't know. I I was also tired. I was also sleepy as shit. 
I am still recovering like every day, you know. I I work the night shift, right? Granted, it's not overnight, you know. It's just the evening towards middle of the fucking night. Um so my schedule is still off. It is always off. And yesterday it was that exactly. Um I was out what was yesterday? Monday. Sunday, I was out with my friend. Granted, I was just at his house, like, five minutes away. I was at his house to, like, midnight. And I didn't get home until whatever fucking time. And I fell asleep, like, at 2, 3 in the morning. I set alarms, right? I knew I was going to wake up. I was trying to wake up. But... I just couldn't wake up because I needed more sleep. My body just ha- said, hey, motherfucker, we're going to push you to your fucking limit. We are going to get the, r- the amount of fucking rest that we need for you to be able to withstand the fucking day because you are going to work for minimum six hours and you're probably never going to take a break because you probably not get the chance to. And it turns out that is what happened. I didn't I never got a chance to take a break. I was there till six. From eleven to six was that seven hours? Why was I there to well I, actually I clocked out at six, but then I started shopping. Um I got my mom some shoes. I got myself some socks, you know, cause I need socks, bro. The fucking Nike socks, the 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 hole is ripping in them. They're brand new socks. Why the fuck are they tearing up? It's probably because of my shoes. Um, I think just the one shoe had an imperfection in it. And it it fucked up on the inside, on the sole of the shoe. And it's been fucking up my socks. So, I haven't been wearing that shoe. And now my sock problem. Well, there's no longer a sock problem. But... I don't know if it was the socks because the socks were new or it was that one pair of shoe. I'm thinking it's the pair of shoe. But um, it didn't happen with it. It, it was Nike socks. And it, 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 what am I saying right now? It didn't happen with the Carhartt socks. But I don't think I ever wore. I don't think I ever wore the Carhartt socks with this particular shoe. It's a Vans. Um, gray. If you know me in real life, you've probably seen them already. They're a little dirty. I need to clean them. I need. To, I was about to say butt again. Fuck. I'm sorry. I need to get a new pair of insoles. I don't know how to get a new pair of insoles. What the fuck? Where Where do you get insoles? So I'll probably just buy some Doctor Shows. See if I like Doctor Shows. I've never had Doctor Shows before, but I'll see if I like them or not. Anyways. I don't know where I was going with this rant. I I strayed from the the main talking point. Oh, oh, what was it? Oh, last episode in comparison now. Um, now I feel like I'm finally past it. I feel like we could get back to regularly scheduled program. Something that I've mentioned in the previous episodes is being friendly, being kind, and just being a friendly, talkative person. I can go up to people and like legit just be a friend, like a like you know, those people. 
those people that are just super fucking friendly and they're easy to talk to and they have a smile on their face and they have positive energy and they they're just they are just radiating good vibes you know those fucking people i want to be like that i want to be that fucking person and a part of me is that person you know granted a lot of a lot part of me a big ass chunk of myself is not that but i can feel it inside of me you know i can feel it wanting to come out and every time i think about it i get this warm bubbly feeling you know like i it just feels good to think about like hey you can be that fucking person and you want to be that person every time you talk to somebody you know if you listen to like three episodes ago or some shit like that the guy edgar from target i still remember oh wait no it was eric sorry eric from target (laughs) i said i remember his name but i fucked it up sorry eric from target amazing fucking person friendly as shit helped us out saved some money i still remember eric granted i kind of forgot his name but i haven't thought about him in weeks right now that i'm thinking about kind friendly people he is one of the people that pops into my head legit you know every time i talk to a friendly talkative barista every time somebody smiles at me for no fucking reason just because you're human and you're out and about and whatever the fuck i love these people and I want to be one of these people. Granted, I know it's hard as shit to do. You have mood swings. You have times where you're not that, like, at all. And I'm fucking having mood swings all the time, bro. I'm basically on my period 24-7, 7 days a week, 20 to 31 days a month, uh, 365 days a year. I'm basically that, bro. 10 years a decade i am basically 100 years a century i am basically on my period every minute of every day of every week there there is not a time where i'm not having a fucking mood swing and so i'm a little hard to deal with in that way i'm not gonna lie like i'm a little hard to deal with especially for my family because i am so well i'm not completely comfortable with them but i am exponentially more comfortable with them than any anybody else where they see the mood swings they see when i'm happy when i'm joyful when i'm a little fucking kid and they also see when i'm a depressed little bitch you know or i'm a fucking dick or i'm a fucking cunt like they see all of that and so yeah it's a little hard to go about your day when you're constantly having a mood swing. And I, maybe I have bipolar disorder. I don't know. Maybe I just have a shitty fucking diet. That's probably what it is. You know, what is it like 70 to 80% of your happiness comes from your gut biome. Your gut biome being so exponentially important it literally alters your mood based off of what food you eat. So it might just be that because I have a shitty diet, my mood is swinging because I eat some shitty food. I feel like shit because I eat some good food. I feel fucking good because I drink water. My body's hydrated 
I feel lubricated. You know, like you don't want to fuck a pussy raw and it's dry. That doesn't feel good. You need some lube. Get some fucking lube. Drink some water. Lubricate your body. You're going to feel good. And so I think that's why I have mood swings all the time. It's just because of a shitty diet. I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. Again, I'm going on a rant. I feel good. I usually do this whenever I feel good. I go on dumbass fucking rants. But I do want to be this kind, friendly person and smile. And maybe I need to start smoking weed again. Or maybe I just need to eat good and drink water and exercise. And watch funny movies and listen to motivational people. Listen to podcasts, you know, where people are laughing, people are having a good time. Maybe I just need to do that. Who fucking knows? Who knows? What do you need to do to be happy? Uh, Only you know. And only I know what I need to do to be happy. So that is the talking point for today. But first, well, I already talked about it quite a bit. But first, um, Saturday. I mentioned that I was with my friend uh, this Sunday. Um, We just hung out haven't seen each other in months like legit months i think it's before the new year's it's fucking march like that's the last time i saw them before the new year's probably probably and on saturday i saw another friend along with this friend that i hung out with on sunday um we went to a sports bar we went to um knockout I don't know if I want to mention it by name, but fuck it. We went to Knockout Sports Bar, and it was shitty as fuck. It was a shitty experience. The only thing good about that bar was security. I'm not even joking with you when I'm saying this. Security, management, and the DJ. That was it. That was that was the only thing. Those Those were the only things that were good about that bar and you're probably wondering well that's a weird three things that are good about the bar there was more you know what about the waitresses you know they're all dressed a little slutty like hooters what about them no they were fucking cunts bro they were bitches they were not like friendly you know and i don't know who's going to for the women, I mean, I don't know. The prices were crazy, too. For me, I was there for the fucking fight. Like, I wanted to watch the fight. I didn't pay attention to anybody. Granted, I'm kind of paranoid fuck, so I am looking around at everybody, you know. My friend said that when he went to the restroom, he saw somebody do a line of coke. That's crazy. You know, what the fuck? Why is that going on in the restroom? So, there was a lot of things that were shitty about this place and the reason why i say like the waitress was bad um her attitude was not great granted she probably saw my baby face and she was like this motherfucker ain't doing thing he's not gonna order shit i'm not gonna waste my time with this fucking child i get it you know it's a sports bar you're there to drink you're there to drink <laughs> 
like there's nothing else to do maybe eat food but the food was shitty and overpriced i i don't know i just i did not like that experience maybe if we were at, at the actual bar maybe it would have been a better experience but we were at a table and it wasn't good first off it legit took like 20 minutes 30 minutes to get a small pizza out to the table it took way too much time not only that our pizza took longer to get to our table from the time we ordered than people who arrived after we ordered the pizza and then they got their food before us one of the guys ordered a pizza too he was by himself why why did he get his pizza first and he arrived after we ordered i don't get that it doesn't make sense to me and then the the people behind us why did their food come out first when they arrived also after we ordered it doesn't make sense so you know shitty experience i was hungry bro i wanted to go out to eat we were trying to go to buffalo wild wings buffalo wild wings is always good even if it's busy to be honest granted i've only been there like a handful of times i don't know what i'm talking about but all the times that i've been there it's been good it's been great um but it was packed we had oh well my friend went up there to see if they can get a table and then they were like yeah we'll call you if a table opens up they never called so i'm assuming the table never open, opened up um so to talk about the good things because i already talked about the bad things the good th well i I forgot to mention one bad thing the one bad thing is that there was a cover charge i don't understand cover charges but at the same time i kind of do like you're trying to make as much money as possible but at the same time i don't get cover charges i don't know and then there was the gratuity like 20 percent automatically gets added to your bill as gratuity i don't like that i've worked at a restaurant before i do not like that granted i worked at a five-star restaurant so it's a lot it's a lot more high class so how did i manage to get that job my friend that i was with actually but yeah there was that those two things that i, I didn't like also just from a restaurant perspective like i don't like that but this is a bar so i guess i get it i don't know but the good things starting off with security Dude, security was cool as fuck, dude. Like, they were legit just there enjoying their time, enjoying, enjoying the fight, but also doing their fucking job. Like, they were there to do their job. They do, they did it thoroughly and properly and politely, but effectively. Like I mentioned, there was a guy doing coke in the restroom. They were the ones that got kicked out, and they were, like, legit, like, eight feet away from us. One of the guys, I think he was super fucking drunk already. And he fell. He tried, I guess he tried to sit down and he missed the chair and he just fell. He just fell back. And I was like, oh shit. I think um, his drink fell or something too on the ground. I don't know what happened. But, you know, that was a little crazy. They were obviously on coke. One of them was really down. The other one was really up. Like, 
what is going on here? This obviously this dynamic doesn't work. Why is why are you guys so different in energy? So they were obviously on something. So security was great in that in that way. Um, management. I saw management walking around. Um, I saw this lady and this guy walking around making sure everything is taken care of. They were fucking cool. Just like hardworking people. Like you can just tell. You could just tell that they were hardworking people. So they were awesome. They didn't have the best face, but you know, it's not their job to put on the best face. It's their job to be managers and to manage. And it's stressful, you know, it's a busy fucking night. The UFC fight, the bar is fucking packed. There were no seats available. It was packed. So I get why management was stressed out. Why they why they didn't have the best fucking face. But they were doing their job. I could tell they were being effective and they knew what the fuck they were doing. Thirdly, the DJ. My God, was this DJ good, bro? I think it's, it's, it's DJ Cruz. I think that was his fucking name. He was good. He was legit fucking good. Um, He would switch up from rap to um Latin music and then back to rap. And then he'll throw some different stuff in there here and there he was able to like do the dj stuff i don't know what it's called but like whenever you push the the disc back and forth i get scratching i guess is i don't know what the fuck's called but that that sounded good and i've never really heard it sound good live in person so that was cool um and then once the main fight uh, the Masvidal versus Covington. He stopped the music, of course, and he let the audio from the fight, from the commentators, uh, go on. All the previous fights, um, that wasn't the case. The music was just blasting up until the Masvidal fight. Granted, everybody's there for Masvidal fight, right? For Covington, people were there for Covington. People were there for Masvidal. I think most of the fucking place was there for Masvidal because once Masvidal lost, dude. That place was quiet, you know, people were just like, fuck it, let's just drink. There was one guy fucking cheering for Covington, like, ecstatic, he was clapping. It wasn't like a regular clap, uh, it wasn't like a regular clap either. This dude, this dude, his arms were straight out, no bend in his elbows. And he was clapping like that, he was swinging his arms to his sides. Like how you would spread your arms outward. And then he would clap his hands like that. Like he was a fucking bird trying to fly. Why? Excitement? Alcohol? I don't know. But his elbows were locked, dude. I've never seen that kind of clapping before. Other than like a dumb fucking YouTube video or something. Or maybe a movie. But that was a weird sight to see. Like... Super excited Covington won. But also, he's clapping fucking weird. Funny, I guess, in the moment. Funny to remember, you know? But anyways, moving on from this sports bar. Um, Hanging out with my friends was fun. Um, Saturday and Sunday, I mentioned that I haven't seen them in months. And that's true. I have not seen them in months. And every time I hang out with them is a good fucking time. Um, 
talking about what is going on in our lives because even though I talk about everything that is going on in my life on this podcast, they're my friends. They know me. They're not going to listen to this fucking podcast. They would they know me personally. They can just call me, they can just text me to figure out what I'm doing or for example, hang out. They they asked to hang out and I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm down. I'm down to hang out. I haven't seen you guys in a fucking while. Probably 3 months now. And so it was funny because I'm telling these stories that I've told now like five times. And it's, it's weird just retelling a story. Like I, I've told the story five times, but this is the first time they're hearing it. And so I thought that was interesting. Um, I can see in that tiny little thing, I can see how comedians um, work out material. Like they're just constantly repeating stuff and then they have enough time because they know they're going to do it again. They know they're going to go up on stage again. They have time to rework their story. So I thought that was fucking cool. And it makes me want to try an open mic even more. I've been wanting to try an open mic since I was 20 years old, 19 years old, probably even 18 years old, to be honest. I've been wanting to do an open mic. And I am coming up on the year of this podcast. I've Granted, I've been doing this podcast for now over, an e over a year but the first episode that is available, it hasn't been a year yet. It's going to be a year, I think, at the end of March or the beginning of April around there. I have to check. But it's about to be a year towards the end of this month. I know it's towards the end of this month, of this month because it's after my birthday. Um, my birthday is March 24th. And so the one year is coming up. So I want to try and open. I want to try and do an open mic for my 22nd birthday and also for the one year anniversary for this podcast. Granted, I don't know if I want to do it exactly on the anniversary, probably like right after that, probably like probably like in April. April sounds like a good time to do an open mic for the first time but also like what the fuck am i waiting for like i could just do it as soon as possible but i also ha i don't have anything prepared so that's why i want to wait until april i don't know if i'm if i'm actually gonna do it it's just a thought you know like a bucket list thing to see if i like doing stand-up because it's always interesting to hear comedians talk about stand-up and how much they love the craft. And every time I hear comedians talk about it, it sounds correct for me. Like that sounds like something I would enjoy to do. I like writing. I like thinking about stories. I love stories. And I always want to like perfect a story before I tell it. But I'm not a comedian. Like I'm not a professional comedian. I don't tell stories to people all the time. So... I'm never thinking about crafting a story. I always just write it down and leave it there. But it might benefit me to try some open mic nights to see if I like it. Just to do something fun. Try it out. 
I don't know. Every time I say try it out, I think about your mom's house podcast, which is made by two comedians. Um, if you haven't seen that podcast, I highly suggest you check it out. It's funny as fuck. It's dark humor, I will say. So if you don't like um, jokes that are not are like about topics, about situations where you're not supposed to be making a joke, don't watch it. But it's also it's also a lot of gross stuff and a lot of pervert kind of well they show perverted people they make it funny of course they're professional fucking comedians they've been doing this for like 15 plus years so they know exactly how to make it funny they have a whole production behind them so they know what they're doing but if you don't like that kind of comedy don't watch it what was my point I want to do an open mic night. I I think that was my point. I don't know. But. Yeah. That is something I want to try. Going back to my friends. And hanging out with them. It, it was weird telling them the same story. Um, that I've told a handful of times already. What did I say? Five times? Yeah. It was weird. But also. It felt like I could tell the story a lot better. At that point. Like, I wasn't trying to remember because I had already remembered because I already had the story going. And I left off a bunch of shit because it didn't matter. Like, all the little things that were happening, they didn't fucking matter. And I remember um, Burt Kreischer talking about that for his stories, you know? Like, all these little details... They don't fucking matter. What matters is context. What matters is what actually fucking matters and how to set up a punchline and how to let a reveal happen at the end. You don't reveal it like immediately. You don't say a whole bunch of shit that doesn't fucking matter. Like you can say, this is your roommate and that's it. Doesn't matter how you know them. Doesn't matter their name. Like if it's if it's not important, it's not important. Like learn how to make the story better. Because it is a story. And yeah, you can play it up. It's a fucking story. It's meant to be funny. It's meant to be entertaining. It's a story. It's not a documentary. And so legit, that's how I felt by the time I was telling them everything that was happening. And like I said, it was a tiny piece in comparison to what comedians do, but it, I felt that way. At least it it felt that way. At least that is what I imagine it feeling like. I I think that was an interesting observation that I had as I was telling the stories. My friends are doing good. Um one of my friends, I didn't know he moved in with his girlfriend. Like this is how much we don't talk to each other. Um but how much of best friends we are. Like we literally hang out and we pick up where we left off you know granted we know it's been a while since we've we, since we've seen each other so it it's cool to talk about things where you don't know what's going on in each other's lives but it's it's exciting to tell your friend you know so I thought that was cool I, I didn't know he was living with his lady now they got their own place i was like what the fuck you guys got your own place 
what? And then my other friend, this fucking hoe, bro, he is such a hoe. He actually likes a girl, but not really. Like, I, I was confused at first what he, what he was trying to say. I got it to the end, but he actually likes a girl, but not really, you know? <laughs> I don't know, but it, it was amazing to hear their stories and see what they've been up to. It was cool. It was a lot of fun hanging out with them. Um, and that is that for for that, I guess. I don't know. Now to the main topic at hand. Um, let me read out my note so that um, I guess it summarizes what it is. I, this is not a summary. This is just my note that I thought of in the moment. It's not a summary. So bear with me here. I still want to be a friendly person. Some days are hard, but overall it has been going good for the most part. And then I say to myself, elaborate on past and present day friendliness. How I was cold hearted and didn't care to now learning to be empathetic and kind and legit now learning how to be friendly and just talk to people. So there's multiple little points in there, but I am going to elaborate on all of them. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I still want to be a friendly person. I still want to be able to go up to people and talk to them and smile at strangers and radiate good energy. Granted, mood swings don't necessarily allow that to happen 100% of the time, but it is possible. And... I am trying to make it a thing most of the time. You know, granted, sometimes I'm being be in a bad mood. Like the other day, I was in a bad mood for no reason and good things were happening. And in the moment, I was thinking, this has made my day. This inter interaction with a customer, this interaction with a coworker, whatever the fuck is going on, this is helping me out. You know, I, I was legit thinking of that. Granted, I can't remember what happened in the moment. But interactions with people, positive interactions, help me out a lot. And that is helping me strive to be a happy, friendly person. And I still just try to, like, take that out of me. Like... Bring that energy out of me. I'm trying to bring it out, you know. In the morning, you know, it's a struggle. It's a slow fucking burn. But usually what I find is that if I lay in bed for a minute and I think or I watch funny videos or I start a podcast or I start blasting music, Usually one of those things is going to help me. And usually it's one song in particular. Like right now, it's a song called Egos um, by... Um, fuck, Spotify is failing, so I can't look up the artist's name. But the song is called Egos by Nate... 
I want to say his last name is Flores, but I'm fucking wrong on that. I know for sure I'm wrong. I actually don't know if I'm wrong or not. I don't know his last name, but it's, it's the song is called Eagles by Nate something. I don't know his last name. Spotify is failing. Um, today is the day. Today is Tuesday. So today is the day that is crashing. I thought I was being hacked, to be honest. Um, but then I went to Twitter and Spotify was trending and I uh, it made me feel a lot better. You know, I was like, holy fuck, I got hacked. No, I didn't. But it felt that way. Legit felt that fucking way because it said my email didn't exist. Like for an account. And I was like, what the fuck? Of course it exists to an account. It's my email. What are you talking about? Um, but unfortunately, it's just that Spotify is down. So, yeah, that's that. A little bit of scare, but everything's okay. They're working on it. Um, what was my point again? Fuck. I'm sorry. I keep doing this. Um, 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 oh, it was the next part in my note. Uh, most days have been good. Um, like, like I mentioned that day, you know, I was having a bad day. Um, but I was trying, you know, I was trying to make it a, a good day and most days have been good days. Some days have been great days. You know, there was one day last week or what was today? Tuesday. Yeah. Last week where two older women, one of them. I'm going to be completely honest with you when I say this. Wait, have I already told this story? I told it to somebody. I think it might have been my friends. I know I've told this story before. And if I told it on the story, on the po- a previous episode on the podcast, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, but I'm going to tell this story again. So it was two older women. I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't told it on the podcast. This is the thing with telling stories. You forget where the fuck you tell them or who you tell them to. But anyways, these two older women... One of them was clearly flirting with me. Like, right off the top, my store, well, I guess I shouldn't say this, but I was in the front of the store, like right by the doors, and this lady comes in, and I'm wearing my uniform, of course, but she sees me, and I'm like running my hand through my hair, and immediately, it's a black older woman, so I'm. let me just paint the picture for you. It's a shorter woman, black woman. It just feels fucking good to get complimented complimented by a black woman. In comparison to all the other ethnicities and races, you get it, right? Like when a black woman calls you baby, it just feels so warm and comfortable and like safe. Like for some reason, it just it just feels that way and this interaction wasn't necessarily that because she was flirting immediately when she walks in um she's like oh you work here huh and i was like yeah i work here like my shyness immediately kicks in but not really you know i was a little confident already like oh shit that shit she's into me i think she was probably just joking around. 
but also probably not. I don't know. But she was like legit flirting and in a jokeful way, of course. And I was like, yeah, I work here. And then she starts asking me for products that unfortunately we didn't have because we only sell name brand products. We don't sell anything that she was asking for in particular. So I asked like over the radio for to my apparel team if we have the certain items the first time. And they say no. And so I explained it to her like, no, we don't have this product. And so she asked for a similar product. Uh, sorry, a similar design, but a different product. And so I wait for whoever's talking over the radio to stop talking so that I can talk. But the way I ask for a certain department, I go, hey, apparel. In this case, I said, hey, apparel, or I say, hey, footwear. And so like immediately she caught on to that. And I had the mic by my mouth. And I was waiting for somebody to stop talking. And she goes, hey, apparel, like in a jokeful way. And I look at her and I'm like, <laughs> like, I start laughing. I'm like, you already know how the fuck I talk. Like, what the fuck? Like, you are teasing me right now. This is flirting. Right? So I asked for the other product. And unfortunately, we also didn't have the fucking product. Um... And so I explained that to her as well. And then she's like, well, fuck. That sucks. And then she she leaves. But she gives me a smile at the end. And I'm like, damn. She was for sure flirting with me. I should have asked her for her number, man. Could have had a sugar mama, bro. I swear to God. Could have had a sugar mama. She was honestly... She was honestly fucking fine as shit, bro. Like, it's not even like she was beautiful. She was fine as fuck, dude. Not an hour later, this Hispanic woman, Pixar mom figure, like legit. You know how the Pixar moms, they have the like small torso, but their butt and their hips are like wide as fuck and like just fat like holy shit like is that possible yeah it is possible and pixar does it all the fucking time with all of their moms in all of their movies and so this lady comes in she looks exactly like that and i'm like holy shit dude am i dreaming right now am i dreaming right now and you're probably wondering was her shit fake you know because we, me and my coworker, or at least he mentions it. I don't, I don't ever bring it up, but he, the, he's the one who brings it up, and he's like, "You think her shit's fake?" And I'm like, "I didn't even notice. I didn't even look." The lady passes by again, and I look now, and I'm like, "Oh wow, her shit is fake. It's obviously fake." But this lady, it was obviously real. Like it was obviously fucking real. And again, I'm in the front. I guess I, I I guess now I should just start hanging out in the front instead of my actual fucking department. Um, but again, I'm in the front and I'm walking back towards my department now. I think I just dropped something off in the front or something. And 
she is passing by, like in front of me. And she turns to look at me, and I smile, and she smiles back. Or maybe she smiled first. I don't know. But we smile at each other. And then my coworker stops me. He calls me up, a different coworker. And then he calls me up from like 20 feet away. He asks me something. I, I give him an answer. And then I go about my day now, I guess. I forgot what he asked me. But it doesn't matter. Regardless, this is the thing I, I was saying about details that don't fucking matter. They don't matter. But now, going back to my department. I'm walking in the direction she's walking. She stopped in apparel. My department is further away. Um, but she stops me. And I'm the type of employee that will help anybody who stops me unless they're asking for something that I have no fucking clue, like what the product is or where to find the product. Like if if, if a customer stops me, I'm going to help them out. So she stops me. And I'm like, hey, what's up? How can I help you? Granted, that, uh, of course, that's not the only reason. She's fine as fuck. So, of course, I stop. Anyways, um, she starts asking for this product. And I don't know what this product is. And I don't see anybody from apparel around me. Granted, I just talked to somebody from apparel. But they were, like, in the middle of the store. They were at this point now. They're probably like eighty feet away from me. So, I'm like, I'm not gonna go all the way, all the way back there. I have a fucking radio, so I radio somebody from Apparel. Hey, where do we have this product? They tell me I lead her to where the product is, and I start helping out. I'm also asking Apparel like, hey, where else could we have this product? What the fuck does it look like? So I'm helping her out, you know? And so and then a girl from apparel comes and helps. So we're both helping. And then I am also trying to learn like this department apparel. I don't work apparel, but let me learn real quick. And also let me keep um talking to her. The interaction ends. We 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 managed to help her out and again she turns to me. At the end of this interaction, she turns to me and smiles. And this smile was a little bit different than the first smile. Like this smile was like an like it like when people look at you and smile, they're like just looking at you and smiling. But I always feel like when somebody like makes direct eye contact with you for like more than like a second and a half. I feel like that always means a tiny bit more. And so that's what she did. She's talking to the girl from apparel, um, my coworker, and she says, thank you. She turns to me. And she makes eye contact with me and she smiles at me. Says, thank you. And I'm like, shit, thank you, bro. I'm like, fuck. But I'm like, so I'm in work mode, so I'm like, not. In a trance, per se, you know? When I'm a customer and I see a woman like that, I'm like, holy fuck, I am in a trance. I start drooling and shit, you know? Like a cartoon. But I'm working, so I'm in work mode. And so it doesn't happen. But my ego is telling... That's why I like the song Egos, because it, it's, it's kind of like 
it's a hype song so like i'm not really paying attention to it but also like i need to put my ego in check and this is probably probably my ego talking and i think everyone who who looks at me is in love with me but also like i have yet to like be wrong you know like i notice the stares i notice the different looks and i can feel the different emotions coming off from people so i think she was into me but based off of my poorly said story let me know was she into me i don't know again going on going off on a fucking rat and let me try and not stray off fucking topic dude in the past i have been cold-hearted and not talkative at all and a lot of it is to do with past trauma from my childhood I don't want to say the trauma and I don't want to get into it. That's a lot of honestly bullshit for another episode. But just to basically sum it up, I was made to feel small as a child and I did feel small and that turned into me not being able to talk and me having anxiety without even knowing it as a child me being scared to open up me being scared to talk you know to the point where i i just didn't talk i i didn't interact with people that weren't my friends like my close friends you know i had classmates i had people that considered me a friend but for me it was you're a classmate like you're not my friend you're just somebody who I kind of talked to at school. But it was hard to talk. It was hard to not be scared. It was hard to not be shy, you know? And so I grew up that way. I grew up not the friendly, talkative person. Now that is why I'm making an effort to be that. Because even through all of that, I always looked at like the, not the class clown, but the person who just didn't have a problem talking in school. I looked at the person who was friends with everyone. And that's like one of my friends that I just hung out with this weekend. The one, one of the ones that I was talking to. The one I hung out with Sunday and Saturday. He is that person. He is the person who is friends with everyone. And can just talk with anyone and who is just cool with everyone. He is that person. And so I always looked up to people like that. Like, how are you able to do that? Like, how do you talk to people? How how are you cool with this, this amount of people, you know? I remember walking with him down the hall and him shaking like 30 people's hands i'm not even joking when i say this like shaking like 30 people's hands from different grades like this is high school like how the fuck are you cool with this many people and with me it was i recognized so many people but i only said hi to my closest friends 
And so it was an interesting thing, always seeing that and never acting on it, you know, never acting on being outgoing or being friendly or anything like that. And so growing up, it, you know, I grew up cold hearted because I, I had to, I had to grow up fast. I was forced to see things in a different way, you know, at a young age, at the age of the single digits, you know, probably like seven, eight or nine years old. I went through trauma. I was forced to look at things like real life, you know. Nothing necessarily bad happened to me, but it happened to my family. And it was surreal, you know. Nobody nobody ever got hurt, but everybody got hurt emotionally and mentally. So it was the strange thing, but it, it forced my mind to grow up faster and to see things differently than what a kid should look at life, you know? So I think that caused all of this, you know, all your, who you are as an adult always spans back to when you're a kid. And so I think that's why I grew up quiet, why I grew up shy, why I grew up anxious, why I grew up feeling like I was small and feeling like I was cold hearted, you know, and a lot of the times I felt like I was cold hearted because I, I couldn't empathize with anybody. All of the problems that people went through were regular problems, you know. And for me, even still now, like, I can't really empathize with the regular problems because I don't give a fuck that much, you know, for regular stuff. Like, I don't care that much that something broke, something fell. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it fell, it broke, oh well. Like, it sucks, yeah, it feels bad at the moment. I can empathize with that, but... It's not that big of a deal. So I was always that way. And I'm still that way now with certain things. But if it came off like I was cold hearted and a self-defense mechanism was the angry face, the resting bitch face. And so I mastered that. I still mastered that to where I can just have the resting bitch face and nobody wants to talk to me. Everybody's like, oh, fuck, why is he mad? Hey, are you mad? Like, like the people who are friendly with me, they're willing to come up to me and ask me, hey, are you mad? Like, why that face? And I'm like, it's just my face. Like, sometimes that face, the, the default for my face is just looking mad. And so and I still have that to this day. Yeah, it just seems like I'm cold-hearted and like I don't give a fuck and I'm like I'm, I'm angry all the time and I'm loud or I'm a dick. It just I come off that way and I'm trying not to. I'm trying to come off like a friendly person. And to be honest, a lot of the time I just didn't care. I grew up angry. I I grew up a dick sometimes. Like not like I was actively a dick, but it it just 
I was so numb yet angry at everyone and everything. Like, I just didn't care. And I was super selfish. And I don't know. I think it was all of that. I think it was just a, a self-defense mechanism. You know, if I, if I thought about the outcome and how disappointing it would be and it turned out that way, like, I, it, it was just proving me right, you know? Like, I knew this was going to be a shitty time. I knew this wasn't going to be a good time. I knew people weren't going to want to talk to me. I knew nobody was going to be able to or was going to be able to or want to interact with me. But I, I made the environment that. Every time I walked into the room, that thunderstorm above my head, the pouring rain above my head was already there. And you could see it. You could see it on me. You could see it above me. You, you, that energy was just radiating off of me. And I made that environment for myself and so in that way i always proved myself right in that nobody wants to talk to you nobody wants to be your friend nobody cares enough to ask you what is going on with you because how the fuck do you talk to an angry kid if if you're not skilled in that way you know to an emotional kid to an anxious, shy kid. I was all those things in one package. How? Why? Nobody wants to address the big elephant in the room that this fucking kid's dad left them. And that it was a horrible fucking day. That is a trauma, by the way. Now that I've said it. Nobody wants to address that. Nobody ever wants to talk about it. So how do you, even my, like, I'm thinking right now about my family. Like, how the fuck do you help this kid that witnessed all that shit? Nobody knows. And so I, I was given, like, basically given the freedom to be the angry kid, be the shy kid, be the dick sometimes be the kid that doesn't care the angry kid the selfish kid I don't know I, I feel like I was just given the freedom because nobody knew how to help me and I learned how to help myself you know I had to learn how to do that I had to learn how to self-reflect and self-analyze and figure out hey what is that you want and now even now i'm barely learning how to like think of something and if it feels right and if it feels good to go for it like i'm barely learning how to do that i'm about to be 20 years old sorry fucking i'm about to be 22 years old and i'm barely learning how to do that for the past three years, four years, I've been writing. Oh, the first two years. I, oh, yeah, I started writing actually like at 20 years old, 19, 20 years old. And 
now gonna be four years that I've been writing and now it's gonna be a year that I've been podcasting and these two things have been exponentially helpful like they have helped me more than anything else like just thinking about stuff think um brainstorming just going off what feels good like that's good and all but writing stuff down talking about them have helped me become this person that i am today you know somebody that i'm fucking proud of you know i am proud of myself and all the things that i've accomplished within myself granted my room's a fucking mess right now i'm not proud of my room i would not bring a girl over <laughs> to my room right now it's so fucking messy but i've been tired i've been busy you know i, I cleaned today you know so that's good but also i'm i still wouldn't bring a girl over you know i'm not proud of my room you know i need to dust i i need a organized i need to make space i need to get rid of shit i'm not proud of my room right now but also i am proud of myself because so much time i spend thinking about what i'm going through and what i should be doing and how i should be feeling and how i should be interacting with people i spend so much time thinking about that i don't spend time thinking about promoting stuff i don't spend time thinking about well i do spend time thinking about this podcast and what i will talk about but and the journal but i don't think about 10 years in the future i don't think about bucket list items or goals or anything like that i just am constantly thinking about improving myself in some way because life is always throwing a lesson and I pay attention. I am starting to pay attention more and more. And so now I am proud to say that I like myself. And that I am proud of myself and that I enjoy spending time with myself because I like the person that I am right now. I'm not in love with the person I am right now. I still feel like I can improve. But at the same time, I feel like I'm always going to be able to improve. Like I'm never going to be at a point where I'm perfect. You know, per perfection is, is not up to me. You could probably view somebody as perfect if you're madly in love with them. But also probably not really. You know, they probably have some flaws. They pick their nose. They wipe their butt with their hand. Like there, some people are fucking weird. You know. But for me, I'm constantly trying to improve myself. And right now, for the past four years, um, I've been trying to improve myself. There's a lot of things that I still need to work on, like. Why the fuck did I basically have an anxiety attack, a, a panic attack at work when I saw my ex? Why were your hands shaking uncontrollably? My uh, One of my team leads saw me. Um, one of my coworkers saw me. 
Um, my manager saw me. Well, they saw my hands. I was able to speak, kind of. But um, why did my body have that reaction? I don't know. But at the same time, I do know because that relationship was horrible. And that is why I've been trying to do so much improvement since I was 18 years old. Because at the end of that relationship, I was depressed. I was unhappy. I was uh, making bad decisions. I was trying to numb that pain. It wasn't working. So I know why I am kind of fucked up still. <laughs> like, I know there's still things there that are fucked up. But as long as I'm, like, by myself and around good people, I'm I'm fine. I'm actually fine. But things like that. There's things that I have to improve on. Um, you know, exercise. I don't exercise almost at all. So I need to exercise. I need to improve this podcast. I need to start promoting. I need to upload a TikTok and upload an Instagram to YouTube. I, I'm thinking about uploading to YouTube, just the audio for now. Um, but I don't know. Should I make a setup in my room for video only? I don't know. Maybe for like special episodes like the one year anniversary. Or the drunk episode. So that you have the visual. But also, is that what I want to upload to YouTube? I don't know. Maybe I want to do vlog style videos. Or um, adventures or projects. You know, things like that. Maybe I want to do that. I don't know. With YouTube, I, I know I want to upload the audio for this podcast. But at the same time, I'm not completely sure how I should go about things. So I need to take the time to improve all of that. You know, there's so much that I can work on. So much I can improve on and so much that I can take on. But for the past four years, it's just been self-improvement with my mental health. So I don't know. That that's probably just gonna stay the main priority, and so I guess I'll I'll leave you guys with this, um, just to sum this all up. I grew up with trauma, you know. And what I mentioned, you know, that's just one day. There's been a lot of days where I I witnessed stuff as a kid that I still <clears throat> that I still remember, and it still haunts me. And, you know, it's it's never a good sight. It's never a fun memory, like at all. Like, I can't find any kind of humor in it. And I can usually find some kind of humor, even if it's fucked up humor, I can find some kind of humor in it. Those memories, that there, there's no humor. It is only fucked up. And even with all of that, this day, today, I am trying to be a good and friendly, helpful person. I'm trying to be a friend. I am trying to figure out what it is that I actually want for myself 
I'm not thinking big picture because then I become stressful and, and anxious and unnerving. But I am thinking small picture and with just myself. And I'm going based off of what feels good and what feels right. You know, like the things that I that I mentioned earlier. Um, just talking about them and thinking about them. And if they feel correct and if they feel right, like I'm going to pursue that. And so I think I'm going to just keep writing in this way for a while until I need to switch it up or I expand on it or if it becomes more complex who knows for now this is how i'm writing and this is the journey that i'm on i fucking love it and i hope you guys stick with me in this journey in this journey i know some episodes like the last episode wasn't the highest energy but i hope this one makes up for it um, this is a very preachful episode and there wasn't a lot of jokes in this episode. I didn't make myself laugh that often, but I love this episode and I hope you love it too. At least fucking enjoy it at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is going to be it for me in this episode. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope you gained something out of this. I hope that this helps you in some way um every time i do an episode even if it's high energy or low energy or i'm not talking about anything important um it still helps me you know it's just practice and speaking and expressing myself and this episode has been that and more so i hope that you enjoyed and i hope that this helps you think about certain things in some ways. So, with that being said, um, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes. I try to upload every Thursday. Sometimes I miss it. Well, granted, for the past six months or so, I have not been consistent. But I try to upload every week. I've, I think I've only missed like two weeks. Maybe three weeks. Um, but I am trying to be more consistent. Like I mentioned, today is Thursday, I mean, Tuesday. So this episode should be out Thursday at 6 in the morning. That is when I try to get the episode out. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, you can follow the podcast socials at the Diary Podcast. Or you can follow my socials at underscore in my own head too. T-O-O at the end. Um, that is my socials for every platform, by the way. Um, I need to upload it for, sorry, I need to update it for, I think, TikTok, um, for the diary podcast, but I also, I'm not, I'm undecided on the diary podcast for TikTok, but I probably will do that. Um, and then for Snapchat. I need to upload. I need to update my username for Snapchat to underscore in my own head too. It's a different username right now. 
old username. But yeah, everything else, it should be the diary podcast or underscore in my own head too. So yeah, follow me on whatever platform you want to follow me on. And I will see you guys next week. Okay, bye.